So I got, like, you know those thoughts that, like, mess with your mind if you yeah. think too much about it? Yeah. Okay, the other day I saw a picture of a baby, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it looks so much like its mom. And then I started thinking about the whole birth process. Like, it's literally the <laughs> child is part dad, part... I, I'm not joking. I started questioning life. I started like down this viral and I was like, I can't breathe. It was so rough. But like, Ash, think about it. Right. No, think about no, it. No, I am. No, Ash. Think about it. <laughs> I am. Ashley. Think about it. That was the worst grandpa laugh I've ever done. <laughs> My eyes are watering again, bro. We need to move we need to move fast. We need, Mark, help. Just roll the thing. I need to move past. I can't think about it anymore. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, everyone? <laughs> We're still, still recovering our from time. that weird tangent. Dude, um, it's, it's been like, I'm not joking, it's come back in my head like at least once a week oh, and I'm not geez. Oh, geez. well about it. Oh, man. I, <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> weird intro. <laughs> like, welcome back. About <laughs> Let me do the welcome, Taryn. <laughs> Let me do okay. it. Okay. <sighs> welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ashley. Darren. <laughs> This is unsolicited advice. If you guys are new, welcome Hello. to the club. This is the cool people. All the cool this kids. Is where all to the this. cool kids sit. <laughs> Did, wait, were you in a club in high school? We talked absolutely. About that. I was in beatbox club. <laughs> you know what's funny? You, were. you know what's funny? I couldn't even like beatbox that well, but I would. They would beatbox and I would sing. <laughs> Basically, like pitch perfect like yeah. at the end but just mm-hmm. me and a bunch of people that oh my god incredible yeah. i did um drumline and choir i did choir too and asb band softball yeah basketball yeah volleyball okay as asb president so. <laughs> okay calm down <laughs> we should find we should find like our yearbook pictures. Oh. I know I can find my one of me and B-Box Club. We like sat and we tried to look all like hip hop. I feel like you looked just like you look like you in high school. I'd, I feel like I do not look like me in high school. You want to know something funny? What? Like I feel like that should be a good thing, right? Like I literally, so my parents have up on the wall, you know in the hallway, yeah, yeah. they have these really cool frames where it goes literally like one year old, two year old, three year old, every year of your life is like yeah. circled. Um, I can I can post it on the prefits if you guys would like to see because I'm adorable. Um, but every like I didn't go through an awkward phase. Like no. I mean, sem- semi awkward. Mine was well, much more was awkward. A little awkward. Yeah, yeah, normal, yeah. But um, mine. <laughs> but I'm I'm weirdly jealous because of how fun it is to look at your old pictures and no. da- dude, Ashley, think no. about how many times you've shown a picture and we've been like cry laughing like that's funny i hate the fact that you look back Taryn at all mine and it's like literally oh, so cute. looks the same just like an yeah. older version of herself now also i just want to say i feel like the circle photo album thing shouldn't end 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Like, why does it end after high school? Like, it should just go through. I think that's so true. To today, currently. I'm gonna, uh, mom, if you're should listening to this, yes. A life album. That and would it's, be... one, it's like a yearbook photo every single and year. Every year, you have to go to like star shots and get a freaking shot. <laughs> portrait shot done. Absolutely. No, but we should post like you oh, freshman wow. year. When was your like most oh my God. awkward year? Um, freshman. Was that your boy haircut? That was, uh, well, freshman and sophomore were pretty bad. Junior year, I started pulling it together a little bit. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I, middle school, freshman, sophomore, I was, I I mean, I uh, two different people. Like, I, everyone, you know how people, like, kind of glow up in high school? Middle school yeah. was always rough, but then in high school, they kind of find themselves. No, not me. Dude, Ashley. I didn't glow up until I was like 23. She, she literally, <laughs> she would tell, she would tell me about her pictures and she's like, no, you don't know how bad they were. And I was always like, okay, like, Ooh. yeah, they're so bad. I was like, yeah, me too. Like, whatever. I'm not joking. Like, I'm telling you, like, cry laughing. <laughs> and, like, imagine, like, no. if you do, like, a wedding, like, slideshow. No. Like, that's He's going to be so good looking no, and so gold. cute. And I'm just going to, everyone's going to be like, wait, Mine's what? Boor- Mine, people are like, ah. And then yours, it's like laughter, which is so much better. <laughs> no, it's not. It's so much it's better. It's so bad. We're, we're oh, going to post them. Don't oh worry, Oh, my people. God. It is, it is horrible. But I know I'm not alone in this. High school was just rough for me. It was just rough all around. Yeah. It was bad stuff. So it was the outfit. <laughs> it was the hair. It was the haircuts specifically. I couldn't do makeup. Um, and yeah, I just, it's just nothing, nothing in my favor. Yeah. It didn't help that I did band either. <laughs> I mean, but you were a drummer. Like, that's cool. <laughs> no? Oh. You know. Well, I think that's cool. Well, yeah, well. Like, I wish we were friends. Then oh yeah. me too yeah I, <laughs> I feel like high school would have been way more fun if you were if you were there Girl. with me. Um, tell me something you've been into lately. This this you know lately. <laughs> um, 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 um oh so I so okay I have this weird thing. Um, if I'm really into something, sometimes I avoid it. <laughs> Wait, that's Which, the exact opposite of what we were talking about in the last episode. Well, okay. In in certain ways, right? Like, I'm talking specifically TV shows and movies. Okay. I have a weird thing where I'm so afraid of either something ending or something not being what I thought it was. So I think that's one of the reasons I love Lego so much and people with anxiety do well with stuff like that, which the more I learn about myself, I think I'm very anxious, but yeah. like... I. It's it's very deep that. within, and I don't. I was not aware of it. You know what I mean? Until recently. So, um, thank so you, twenty twenty. Legos. I, you know what? Freak you, twenty twenty. Um, so with Legos, like I love it because I know what it is. I get to build it, and right. it's like no, there's not a lot of thought involved. It's just like fun for me. But with certain things like shows, so like Mandalorian came out, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> cut to me wearing my Millennium Falcon shirt, which, by the way. I'm not joking. Like, if I walk in public, multiple guys will stop me and be like, dude, your shirt is so cool. Yeah. So I think I broke the code, you guys. <laughs> you wear Star Wars stuff. Cover yourself in, in a Star cool Wars merch. Way. And, and then just good. walk around. Yeah. The guys will find you. But it's not just Star Wars merch. Like, this shirt's, like, cool. It's, like, Dating different. advice from Taryn 101. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So... Mandalorian, I started it. It was so good and I liked it so much that I began to avoid watching the episodes because I was the same that like anxiety comes up of like, I don't know, it's so freaking weird. Handmaid's Tale, never finished it. Love that show. You know what? Like, Handmaid's Tale is a very stressful well, <laughs> show. Yeah, that's so true. I kind of But you know what one. I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, I'll avoid certain things. It is weird because I'm the exact opposite. I know I you're the exact opposite. I need to know what happened and I want to know yeah. now. But I think that's why I thrive when we watch stuff together because it's like a fun... Anyways, so I finally finished <laughs> Mandalorian. Okay. And the last episode freaking broke me. I was so confused because I was confused of where in the Star Wars timeline it was falling. Mm-hmm. And I have so many questions and I have no one in my life because you're not going to help me. Right. So I need to like, I literally just finished it. So now I need so to like talk so many Star Wars fans, friends. 
Um, I mean, I do, but like talk not in my immediate that I was like with that I could be like, oh my gosh, I bet let's Mark talk about watched it. it. Mark, so you're a Star Wars fan, indeed. Okay, did the last scene of the episode? Can I just talk about it, Ash? No, but it's been out forever. If they haven't watched, they can just skip. Okay. Really? <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Spoiler okay. alert. If you haven't seen the last episode of Mandalorian season two. Season two. Uh, skip well, the, forward right this now. This is like now a Star Wars podcast. I'm going a, I'm to a step out. <laughs> okay, okay, Bye. okay, okay. So to set this up, the I thought someone had told me this show took place like the very, like after all of the Star Wars movies had happened, right? So mentally that's what I was going in. And then the very freaking last scene... Freaking Luke Skywalker walks in and takes Baby Yoda. Yep. Which who's not Baby Yoda, right? Because Yoda was a separate thing. So yeah. So this goes back to I remember John Favreau, the director, uh, was and the writer as well, um, was always kept saying like I wish we I wish people wouldn't call uh, I forget the little thing's name. Grogu. Now. Yeah, Grogu. Grogu. I'm so I wish sure. they wouldn't call Baby Yoda because that's yeah one a misnomer and two like very confusing because. Again, the timeline. Yeah. And so sure enough, you're right. When Skywalker came in, I'm like, what? And then was, all of a sudden, it almost ruined the emotional resonance because I was like, what is happening? What's going well, on? Because nothing makes sense about the rest. There's no mention of Grogu. There's no other, like, for Luke to have found him looking the way he did, that would be right, like, literally in the middle of the, like, original trilogy. Yep. So it makes no sense to me. Like well, R2 came in and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it, it actually makes it makes perfect sense in the planning of it. But I had to actually almost rewatch it because I was like, OK, now I want to enjoy it knowing where it stands on the timeline, because that just completely like it got to the point where I actually paused it and started Googling things. Well, and then um, I'm going to insert myself. I asked what's new. <laughs> Not a synopsis of the entire show. Um, <laughs> let's bring it back to the advice podcast you know that we Ash, have. You have things you enjoy. I have things, and Mark yeah, half the is the person I've been out. waiting to ask about. And this. also, I'm I'm gonna cut all of this, so it's fine. you can cut. This <laughs> you better not. You better not leave it in. Everyone's We're only like, at thirteen. Where's the advice? <laughs> What's happening here? Thank you, Mark, for being the person I can talk to about this. Appreciate Anytime. you. Appreciate you. Also, I'm one of those people that complimented the shirt when you walked in thank you you were thank, the I'm person i'm telling you i'm telling you uh so ash what's new with you <laughs> oh you know <laughs> um i have recently been listening to leon bridges's new bridges. album <laughs> and it is fire yeah i've been listening to it on repeat if you don't follow him or know who he is 100% download his stuff um, can you it's give so us good. your like top song that you recommend motorbike i agree Mm. So good. His voice is butter and it's pure bliss to listen to. Yeah. So absolutely. That's Love what it. I've been in- obsessed with. Yeah. Um, Guys, it is officially September, which blows my mind. I cannot believe we are more than halfway through 2021. Also, summer's over. Summer's <laughs> It is like we're in September. It's crazy. But this happens every year. It sneaks up on us, and all of a sudden, it's here. October series is next month, which is wild. And I am already going to start talking about it because we need your stories now. Yes, we do. (laughs) Right now. If you guys don't know what October series is, if you like scary stories, you definitely need to go to all of our old October series from last year and the year before and binge those because Taryn and I will talk about only scary stories for the entire month of October. It is so much fun. Taryn and I go so hard for the video promotions for those episodes. You guys send in some of the spookiest, scariest real life situations that have blown our minds. It feels like I'm in an actual movie every time I read it. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I think the difference is like, it's, I think that they've understood that this is like, it's thematic, right? Like it's like, it's, you write with details like think mm-hmm. about as if you were reading it in like a low toy toyed 
Twain. I just ruined that whole sentence. A low toned voice yeah. with music playing, mm-hmm. and it's like the you're you're putting us in the situation to really like bring it home. Yeah, if you're gonna sit down so, and write it, grab a thesaurus. Let's let's dive in. Yes, that is like the best part of it. I am not joking. I think it's like my favorite time of year. Yeah, October is the best time to be alive in my opinion period. I just love that whole that whole season, but yeah, we are very stoked and very excited to be having our third October series on unsolicited advice. So, if you have a scary story or you know someone who has a scary story, um I I charge you with the duty of not only sitting down and writing your scary story, but if this is a friend of yours or a family member or whatever, take them out to coffee. Yep get their story and send it to us because we need it for content for October. And I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited too, Ash. Are <sighs> we going to go in hard on our promos again? Absolutely. We always do. Duh. And we have uh, another exciting announcement that's coming, but I feel like it's too soon to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just be ready. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram because you'll know yes. before everyone else Absolutely. if you Absolutely. Okay, we're going to dive in now to our favorite segment, Tearing It Up. This is the segment where you guys send in funny stories, and Taryn and I just get a good laugh at it. Love it. Um, Let's dive in. Hi, wonderful ladies. After reading this back, I would prefer to stay anonymous. Stop. That is the I best love way to how say you it. worded that. That's so funny. After careful consideration. Yeah. After reading this and realizing how humiliating it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, okay. This story was a pretty long time ago, but I didn't want that to stop me from writing in. I love that. Wow. I love that. Our hero. Mm-hmm. So here we go. I was in elementary school at the time and was obsessed with books. So I would take them with me literally everywhere. On one faithful or fateful day, I took Dork Diary number nine. <laughs> dork Diary? I've never heard of that. Me neither. Dork with diary? the cheetah print cover to the bathroom with me. I'm sorry in advance, Ashley. I went and then proceeded to put my book on the countertop and then wash my hands. But I was so engrossed in the story, I ended up putting my elbow on the book to hold it down so I could continue to read. That's how into the story she was. Um, I pulled up the. Oh, I've never cute. heard of that. Yeah. So I'm going to paint a picture here. She's bent over with her elbow, holding the book open, washing her hands so that she can read. What? She's reading while she's washing her hands. Interesting. So okay. she's, again, bent over with her elbow, holding the book open so she can read while trying to wash her hands. Okay. I then let go of the book to dry my hands, and because the book's pages were unbalanced, it fell right into the toilet after I had already gone and hadn't yet flushed. Wait. Oh, I wonder. Was it one of those, like, individual bathrooms? It had to have been, right? I'm assuming so, yeah. (gasps) Oh, no. I didn't panic. I just quickly got it out and got paper towels. Thankfully, I didn't go number two. The pages became misshaped, but it's the exact same as if you spilt water on it. They write, a few months later, my friend was at my house and wanted to borrow my book, specifically (gasps) Dork Diary number nine with the cheetah print cover. I told her I had gotten apple juice on it and she can't borrow it. But at this point, she had already grabbed the book and was going through the pages. Oh, my gosh. Thankfully, I convinced her not to read it and I let her borrow some other things instead. But to this day, she doesn't know that she had touched my book with my try to pee on it. <laughs> I do still have the book because every time I try to throw it away, my mom asks me why I don't donate it instead. I haven't told a single soul about this book until now. And while I loved that I loved reading as a kid, I might have taken it a bit too far. <laughs> Love you both. I hope you're having an amazing rest of your day. Oh my gosh, that's you commitment. loved the book. That's commitment. Wow, I kind of like, part of me is like, just throw it away, but then I kind of like that it's no, just I like think it's hilarious. the story behind it. And everyone's, she yeah. said she spilled apple juice on it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time I was really into a book like that. Honestly, I it's feel a like bit for me. Harry Potter series, because I read those later. Bit. yeah. Um, that's intense. I don't, what's like the worst? I've definitely dropped a phone in the toilet. I don't think I've, uh, I don't think I've ever dropped a phone. No, I, hmm. 
a good question. Yeah, I don't think I've dropped too much, but I, I yeah, I have done a phone because it was in my back pocket. So when I pulled yeah, my pants yeah, down, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's rough, rough stuff. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available. And they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, let me get into my story. Um, this one is called Moving for Love and Possibly Regretting It. Oh, well, whoop, there it is. Okay. <laughs> hey, Ashley and Taryn. Okay. Hey. Guys, I thought we had an agreement. Mm. Can I just say, I love your podcast. Listening to you two feels like an Feels like I'm hanging out with a couple of very wise friends. Why? I'd suggest settling in. This might be a long one. Honored. It's really not. Honored with the wise. I am very wise. I mean, that's going to go straight to my head for the rest yep. of the day. We're smart. We're sophisticated. Okay. We is kind. We is kind. We is okay. smart. My name is Jillian. And yes, you can say my name. In 2019, I met my partner while traveling in Nepal. He's from the UK and I'm from Canada. We fell in love and since then we've been in a committed long distance relationship. Luckily, we had been able to see each other every two to three months, which kept our relationship thriving and full of love. We both learned how to become excellent communicators and I would say that for the most part, distance made our relationship stronger. Unfortunately, the pandemic threw a wrench in our life plans. The last time he and I were together was in January 2021, and that was seven months ago. During this time apart, I went through many big life changes. I finished culinary school, yeah, you moved did. across the country on my own, yeah, and did. got my dream job working at an outdoor winery. Girl, you're on fire. I know. Not only that, but I also met a girl who made me feel all the things my partner used to make me feel. Throughout this time, my partner and I were doing everything we could to keep our relationship going. We decided that it would be best if I moved to the UK since coming to Canada wasn't an option for him back in May. Long story short, I got my visa, booked a plane ticket, and left everything I knew behind to start a new adventure in the UK with him. However, seven months apart still does a number on a relationship, and now that I'm here, we're not the same. He used to make me feel so alive, happy, and like I could trust myself. But now I find myself counting the minutes until he goes to work so I can be alone again. 
I'm trying not to jump to conclusions because I'm sure that we need time to heal from seven months, seven months apart. I've brought up these feelings with him and he's very understanding and willing to work on our relationship, but I can't help but feel like we've grown apart. Maybe our time together is over. Our life goals don't align anymore, and I feel like I've made a big enough sacrifice that I shouldn't have to make the next one. It breaks my heart to think about my life without him in it, but at the same time, I wonder if I need time alone for me to blossom. Any advice that you have would be greatly appreciated. I'm feeling very lost. Cheers, Jillian. Jillian. That gives me so much anxiety. I mean... That's a hard position. That's a huge, I mean, and she dropped everything, Mm -hmm. left everything, and isn't Mm -hmm. there now. I'm curious how much of, sorry, this is me just diving right in. I'm curious how much of the move and her having left everything that she'd worked for is playing a part in her feeling. Oh, I'm sure it's part of it. Any sort of way towards him. Not like you're, I don't want to outright say you might be resenting him, but it kind of sounds like it could very well not be the relationship itself, but the fact that you feel like you were the one who had to leave yeah. to do this. Does that make well, sense? Oh my God, totally. That's well, how I feel also, like I would like, feel that way. I mean, can you, re- I don't think you guys know each other in like a tangible way Yeah. in regards to like, if you were only seeing each other every two to three months, I'm sure it was only for what, like a weekend, a week. Like it's not like you were spending like months together. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, it's very like honeymoon esque, right? right? Like you're you getting haven't the best seen each other for three months, so you're gonna plan all this stuff. You're gonna be so excited, taking advantage of every minute with them because they're gonna leave, and you're not gonna see them again for a while. Yeah. So. I think that you guys didn't even have a chance to transition into what a relationship would look like when you're consistently together. Yeah. Not only that, but now you're with each other 24-7, which is literally the exact opposite of how, it's of been how it was. So that's a huge change. And yeah. then to and then to add on top of it what you were saying, like new job, your friends are over there, your family's over there. That's a lot of stress to put on a relationship that doesn't have that physical we're with each other all the time foundation. Yeah. yeah, and and you guys both mastering communication like while apart doesn't mean that you've mastered communication in person. Like there's Mm-mm. so much nonverbal stuff that goes down and eye contact that that happens in person that just isn't isn't needed or used in any way when it comes to talking online or texting or phone calls and stuff like that um so this is I feel like you very much need to treat this like a brand new relationship yeah um and not throw away (laughs) what you have taught yourself in the past with each other, but kind of like set it aside because what you were doing to help your relationship survive in the past isn't going to help your relationship survive now. Yeah, it's fully it's different. It's like two completely different strategies yeah. for a healthy relationship. Go ahead. I, I think it's very interesting because, I mean, of course, I'm going to relate this to me and my true love, Ashley. <laughs> Because <laughs> for life, you know, um, but what was our one area that struggled when we moved in together? Yeah. Communication. Yeah. Like uh, there was so much more distance between us. I was feeling so neglected and like all this stuff where Ashley was like, well, we're with each other all the time. Like, why do we need to like plan to hang out or why do I need to tell you about my day? Because you were like in the other room. Yeah. And that was our biggest area to overcome. It's probably going to be my problem when I get married one day. <laughs> it is. But you know what? He'll have me. <laughs> I'll be like, look, just let me know when you're struggling. I'll tell you what to say. It's fine. Um, but and also my brother went through this with he dated a girl and their relationship started long distance uh-huh. and they dated for four years being him living in Arizona, her living where we live. And same thing, like there was so much communication. It was great. And they were so excited to be in the back back in the same area. But then it was really hard for them to find their new normal. Right. Because yeah. then it would be like. Well, I want to be with you all the time, but then I have other stuff going on. It was like it was hard for them to find 
what their relationship looked like in a new area. Because and their I normal before included a lot of like their own self time. Yeah. And I can't imagine what it would have been like if they just immediately moved in together. Mm -hmm. Like just moving in with someone forces you to face so many different things that normal relationships where you have your time to go home and be separate, you don't have to face. Yeah. So I really think like you had the most intense like whirlwind of a change happen. And I don't think that's anything wrong with you guys. Um, there were a couple things that I were kind of red flags. Like you said something about like your life goals don't align anymore. So I think there are some things that you said that I don't think you should ignore, but I would be curious to see. Um, and obviously it depends if this is like physically, uh, financially possible or not. Right. Yeah. But I'd be interested in, like, what if you got your own place Yeah, that's near him? Wow, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, that you could still go and and literally, like Ash was saying, like, start over. Like, just tell him, be like, honestly, I don't know how to be in this like this, and I'm having a hard time. I think it was too fast of a change, and I love you, but I want, I think we need to take, like, a step backwards so we can move forward. Yeah. Move into your own place. Have him start asking you on dates. Like, go to the grocery store together. Like, do the little things in life that you weren't able to do and see if that can help you guys start to, like, build back into something. Or... It might be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to be with him. And then now, you know, but you're you're in your own space. You don't have to go through a messy breakup, then move out situation. You know, that would be my advice. Yeah, I completely agree with Taryn. Um, I think. I think when you're in a relationship, a lot of people assume that you just kind of do everything together. But I I'm not that way. And it sounds like me and you are very similar. I do need space if I want to have a healthy, happy relationship with someone And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think me allowing myself to have space makes me a better person for that other Mm -hmm. person. And I think if you sit back and like take a moment, it looks like your whole life, you're, you're a very independent person. You have your own goals, your own mindset, your own life and dreams. And all of those things are amazing. And a lot of them, it sounds like doesn't really necessarily include him. So I agree with Taryn. I feel like the, you're already there. You dropped everything to go there. I'm not saying move back home. I agree with Taryn. I think you need your own place. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to reevaluate your relationship from that distance and see where you guys end up. Yeah. And I think you should talk to him about this because he sounds very supportive and um, easygoing. And you you said that he said he was willing to work on stuff. So yeah. I feel like if you bring this up to him and you're just like, hey, I'm having a hard time. I'm not worried about us right now. I'm worried about like me feeling stuck here. And I think I need my own, my own room, my own space to play my own life. I want you in it, but like, I think I need my own space. He sounds like the type of guy who's going to be like, cool, like, let's try this. And then you can, you can start a life where you get to go on a walk without telling him you get to like go run errands without him following you, you know? Um, and it's weird little things like that that I think I need in my life. And it sounds like you might need it too. And I think that's totally fine. And once you do that, I'm so curious, like Taryn said, I'm curious to see how how you guys will do, if you'll thrive or if that'll just kind of answer the question that you don't really yeah. want to be with him. Well, and I think that, I think a lot of people fall into this place of feeling like they have to make these definite mm-hmm. life altering like choices and all this stuff and really like I mean life is so it's so complex like you can you can find what works best for you so like if hearing this you're like oh my god I have to move out I have to do all these things there's girl get like a long-term Airbnb and be like I just I found a place for two months yeah I'm not even gonna drastically like move all my stuff out but like I'm gonna go stay here see if I can get back on my feet like I'm gonna force myself like two times a week to go try to make friends, to go try to get involved Create in different things. Life. And and at the end of that, you can just you can see like, okay, yeah, I'm wanting more time by myself. And then you can make a bigger decision. But I think sometimes we get so afraid of like these massive changes. And mm-hmm. I think you can take a step back and just do like one step at a time, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
I completely agree. And I, I yeah. Uh, if you feel like it, you should give us an update later because I'm yeah. so curious what's going to happen. I'm very curious too. And also like, I don't know. I just feel like you guys have gone through so much and, and I think it takes a very beautiful relationship to survive long distance. So I, I can see why you're hesitant to just throw that away. Right. So I think whatever, if he's willing to work on it, and I think if you explain it in a very, like, clear, concise way, um, while also making sure you're reassuring him of how you feel about him, I think it could be a good thing. And then, but, again, talk to people in your life, figure out, like, what's best for you, and... I think like life has a weird way of like working itself out, but we have to be willing to like take steps in a direction for there to be change. Yeah. You know, I think if you have the conversation with him and you prioritize your needs right now, because you are still, you're not married, you know, there's that you're committed, but you, you're still able to do that. I, I think the answer will show yeah. itself to you. Yeah. But thank you so much for writing in. I hope, you know, our rambling helped you <laughs> in some way. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Okay, moving on from Taryn's story to mine. This one is interesting. Oh. Yes. It is titled, Advice for My Financially Irresponsible Friend. Oh, is it about me? (laughs) I am the worst. That's why why we're good at this. So much better, though. We're very balanced when it comes. Your answer is going to be so 50 50. (laughs) It's going to be great. Okay. Wait, I need you to acknowledge that I've gotten so much better. You have gotten so much better. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, Ash and Taryn. I love both of your YouTube channels. Welcome back to the platform, Taryn. And just got back into your podcast after taking a small podcast hiatus. After binging episodes of the pod to catch up, I feel that writing in for my issue below is appropriate. For the tagline, I need advice for dealing with my financial irresponsible, with my financially irresponsible friend. Okay, let's get into it. Now for the details. This issue centers around my friend from high school. Let's call her Sarah. Sarah and I have been friends for about 10 years. We are currently both 26. Sarah has had consistent jobs since we were in high school, yet she somehow has no savings. And I mean absolutely none and tons of credit cards and student debt. She's been living paycheck to paycheck, and when given the opportunity to save money slash pay back debts, she chooses to spend it on non-essential items like clothes, takeout coffee, and subscription boxes. The subscription boxes. They get you. They get you. Now, I am no money expert, and I for sure impulse buy items from Instagram ads. Girl, say. <laughs> my side shirt. note side note <laughs> instagram ha- their algorithm figured me out uh at the top of this year <laughs> they're All, listening i don't why. know what's going on like it's this has never happened before i used to never shop on instagram this year they figured me out and i i've lost count of the amount of things that i've purchased from instagram yeah so. 
Tread lightly, guys. Anyway, she continues. But Sarah complains to me about her finances frequently. I have tried to help her by sharing my budgeting, tracking spreadsheets, and tips for reducing impulse purchases. I am a graduate student, so I know how to ball on a budget, (laughs) she puts. Sometimes she's receptive to these tips, and other times she aggressively tries to defend expenses like non-essential weekend trips. So here's the real dilemma. She is a very generous friend and will often do things like mail me care packages or Venmo me coffee money, but I feel so guilty when she does these things. I try to repay her with things I know she'll use responsibly, like a Trader Joe's gift card. (laughs) That's honestly clever. However, how do I continue this going forward? I care about Sarah and appreciate her generosity, but I also want her to start saving money and I'm worried about her future. Thank you both so much for your help and advice. Sincerely, the finance savvy friend. <laughs> <laughs> the finance savvy friend. Uh, that is, that's frustrating. I think what is difficult is how long you've been witnessing this. Because she says they've, they've been friends for 10 years. I think for me, it's it's that, but it's also the fact that she's expressed she needs help. And then gets defensive, which I can relate to, too. Even, like, there's been times with you where I'm, like, one second I'm, like, yeah, I want help. I want you to motivate me. And the other I'm, like, mentally weak and I can't take any criticism whatsoever. Right. So I think that's where it's, like, a hard balance of, okay, like, I want to help you, but you're not accepting the help I'm giving. Yeah. But, ugh, this is a hard, this is a really hard one. This is, this is really tough. Um, So... There's a few things I want to say. I, I'm so curious. I wish you had done this. I don't know what Enneagram number you are, but it does feel like you're taking on a lot of her problems mm-hmm. and it's not your job. Yeah. So um, I understand that we all know from an outsider's perspective, um, her having no debt and having a savings equals a secure and safe future. <laughs> um, and we want that for her because yeah. we, we want her to have a happy life and a safe life um, and to not have to stress about things like this. Um, but in the end, that is her responsibility and genuinely no one else's. Yeah. Um, you can offer to help. You can give the advice that you've given. But it sounds like you've done all that. And she, after 10 years, if she still hasn't taken it, then I think that's her answer. She actually doesn't want your help and she doesn't want to deal with this um so for your own sanity's sake i am i'm curious if you should maybe back off because it's it really is not your job and it's scary to sit back and watch and be like oh you might want to start working on these things as a friend because you want what's best for her but it's also you've been trying she's not taking it yeah I think, too, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, she's the only one that can make a change happen. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, you can say all you want, but if she's not ready to make that change for herself, it's not going to happen. Right. And unfortunately, with stuff like that, you almost have to hit rock bottom before you can make a choice. Some people have to learn the hard way. Yeah. And, I mean, I I struggled a lot because I, like... I got myself in a bad position and then it took me forever to get out of it because I was having to pay debt and things like that. And luckily I never got credit cards because I was just too scared of that. Mm -hmm. But just with student loans with like, I had to borrow money to put down on my car for my brother. So I was like having to pay him back and it became very much like every paycheck was gone before I even like got to touch it. And then the little amount of money I had, my priority was like, okay, well, I'm single. I don't have a family. This is my only time I can just spend money on things that make me happy. So, of course, I would love to go on that trip or, of course, I would love to, like, spend money to go to this concert or to go to Coachella when, like, really that was, like, all the money I had for, like, you know, fun stuff or for anything at that time. Spending money. Yeah. So, so I... I was able to trace back like not only am I bad at money or just like my mentality was very just like nonchalant at that time, but I was also working towards paying bills and things like that. And so that's 
I can see your frustration of like, okay, you say you have these money problems, but you keep getting credit cards. You keep not paying your bills, which is going to make your payments higher because you're going to get penalized. So it's like you're literally watching her bury herself deeper and deeper into a hole. Mm -hmm. But like Ash was saying, like I mentioned, that's she's got to figure that out on her own. And I don't think you should ignore the type of person you are fully. Like if if that's just who you are, the, the type that offers help. I would just be careful about how you do it because and how much help. Yeah. Like for me, like if I kept giving advice and it was being ignored, like that would start to take an effect on me. Well, so, and how much of your time are you sitting here yeah. trying to make a budget plan for your friend? Yeah. You know, when you you shouldn't be wasting your time on something that she doesn't want. Yeah. And so I would I would say I always I mean, we've mentioned it so many times. You always ask permission before, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I would just, if you feel like you want to share something or if she's complaining about it, be like, hey, do you want my advice? Like, can I give you a piece of advice? And then you can continue to pour into her. But it's, you have to balance out, like, how much, like, effort or how much, like, you're getting attached to it. Like, are you getting pissed off every time you see her spend something? You're probably a little too close, you know? Yeah. Because that's, that's how, that's what I picture in my head. Yeah. If I was advising you on something, literally anything, and I see you doing the opposite, mm-hmm. I'm going to start resenting you because of how much time and energy I poured into that. Yeah, you take I'm it gonna personal. I'm going to be like, wait, I thought, I thought me and yep. you made this whole plan, and here you are ordering Chinese takeout. Yeah. What happened to the plan? I start getting my feelings hurt because I'm like, I worked so hard on that budget plan and you're not using it. No, for sure. I think too, like you can be strategic about like if you are like, oh, she keeps spending money on me. Like maybe just the next time she brings finances, be like, okay, can I be honest with you? Like you, you are so sweet and how you always buy stuff, but be like, I really don't need that. Like for me, like you just being like, hey, can I come over and like spend time with you? Like I would rather you do that than send me money for coffee because like I that is not like how I feel love. Like you yeah. can be strategic about how you talk to her about stuff like that. I do think it's great that she Venmos when you, you know, pay for something or whatever. Um, but maybe just like outright decline it. Just be like, no. Can I you don't. do that? Yeah, you can do decline a payment. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so <laughs> my friend just did that to me recently. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would just outright be like, no, 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 like my treat. Yeah. You know, and just, just kind of push that every once in a while. Um, you could have some kind of big talk about like, hey, I'm not going to bring this up anymore. But if you need help, like, let me know. But I feel like people are weird with money. Yeah. And I feel like that could very easily, not that you would, but it could, that conversation could very easily get out of hand and kind of spicy. (laughs) So maybe what I would do is similar to what Taryn was saying is I would just kind of from now on not bring it up, not mention it. If she brings it up on her own, what do exactly what Taryn said, be like, would you like my, do you want to know? Do you really want to know what I have to say about it? Or do you want me to not really give an opinion because there's been multiple times where I've heard people bring something up and it's like, well, I have, I have words to say (laughs) on this, but should I say it? I don't know. And so giving her that option of, do you want actual criticism or do you want me to just be like, Oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry. You know, give her that choice. So you don't have to make it for her fully. And I think, I mean, money's just hard. It's some, it's something you feel very like, judged about or that people you know the more money you have the better you're seen in society Mm -hmm. or you know people love to flaunt their financial responsibility like they love to be like oh my savings or yeah I I could qualify for this loan for a house because of like my you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes like it's it it's not that it's intentional, but if you're already feeling insecure about something, it doesn't matter if you're saying something nice or not. I'm going to feel attacked by anything you say if I'm feeling bad about something. And this goes something. with anything. Oh, with anything. Absolutely. Any insecurity there is. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I would ask her, like, the next time she asks for help or anything, be like, 
oh, like, you know what? Like, let me do some research on stuff. And then maybe you could, like, send her a book. Be like, oh, this is, like, really high reviewed. Like, let me know what you think about it. Or kind of, like, detach yourself from being the one that's saying stuff. And maybe if she asks for stuff, send her, like, a link to a video, a link to like a book that's yeah. out there, like whatever it is. I was gonna say is. maybe not a book, because I feel like most people don't read. At least me, but I they wouldn't have read so it. many like podcasts are great. They have so many like uh like kind of like workbook things that you can write out budgeting. True. And it, it's like a hands-on thing. Which someone like me, I love stuff like that, you know, because I feel I do much better with like the physical thing there. Got it. So I think you just need to find like what works for her, and then you know, offer that up instead of you being the one that's trying to coach her through it. Yeah. I do want to say I love that you repay her with things like Trader Joe's gift cards. Yeah, that's I freaking brilliant. That is the most subtle, responsible thing to do as a friend to be like, hey, I know you. You're getting a grocery gift card. You're Honestly, getting a gas gift card. Like those are things that she will actually need and use and will have no choice but to like use for those things and that's brilliant when I was struggling I lived off of that because there would be times where I'd be like oh my gosh like I'm hungry and I literally have nothing in my bank account and I would have like a Chick-fil-a gift card or something you know and I'd be like oh my god thank god I'm saved you know thank god it's so it is smart it is it's a it's a smart way to still be like oh, I know you love Trader Joe's. Let me give you a yeah. gift card, but also be like protecting her from using yeah. it on something. Yeah, dumb. we're taking care of her while at the same time giving her freedom to make yeah. her own choices. Yeah. Um, so proud of you for doing that. And also like, I just think that's really cool of you as a friend to be so concerned about your friend. Yeah. For this reason. Like that is that is a really, I, f- I feel like people joke about money and not being able to budget, not being able to save, but it really is such an important thing. And I, I love that you're you're worried about your friend for this. Like yeah. that's really cool. No, that's, for sure. You sound like a great friend. Yeah. Um, so thank you for writing in and uh, sharing that with us. I also don't think we've talked about something like that. I don't know if we have either. Which is, I love, I love a new story. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up with a dad joke like we normally do. Taryn is still, you know, just, just flipping through her dad book that I got her for Christmas. Yes, I am. I will be for the next few years. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. Um, ready? Yes. You got, you got to pay attention. I'm ready. Focused. I asked my wife what she wanted for Christmas. She said, nothing would make me happier than a diamond necklace. So I gave her nothing. No. Uh, <laughs> and now you're in a fight. <laughs> and now you're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening, for making it to the end of this podcast, for making it to the dad joke. Um, we love you guys so much. We're so excited because October series is around Ugh. the corner and it's the best time Bless to up. be alive. Uh, be sure to follow us on socials. Like, rate, review, share. All the things. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys later. Love you all. Bye. Bye.